this featured podcast with Tasha Wall about her charity, The Butterfly Effect, is brought to you by Howard Brown, author of a new book entitled Yes is More, Tangible and Timeless Ways to Differentiate Yourself from Your Competitors. Please listen to podcast number 799 where Howard and Greg speak about how Howard was able to succeed in business by building, growing, and selling companies. He believes in loyalty, reputation, and team effort culture, which lead his team to introduce many firsts in the industry and develop a process called One Solution Cell. I know you're going to enjoy this interesting and engaging interview with a great entrepreneur who impressively built and sold three commodity businesses that were competitors to big supply stores. If you want to learn more about Howard and his book, Yes is More, please visit his website at www.yesismorebook.com. That's Y-E-S-I-S-M-O-R-E-B-O-O-K.com. Thanks for listening, and now for a featured podcast, please listen to Greg's interview with Tasha Wall. Welcome back to Inside Personal Growth. This is Greg Boyson, the host of Inside Personal Growth. And today, joining me from San Diego is Tasha Wall. And Tasha is the founder of The Butterfly Effect. And we had Eric, her husband, on about his book, The Spark and the Grind, um, just a few days ago. So these podcasts will probably go out within a few days of one another. Tasha, good morning to you. How are you? Good morning. I'm great. Thank you for having me. Well, I appreciate having you. And how we know one another, just so my listeners know, uh, is through Rick Stevenson, Dr. Rick Stevenson. Um, he has the 5,000 Day Project, and I'm going to encourage all my listeners to go back and look at the video that we did with Rick and look at the interview that we did with Rick Stevenson um, about his book, about his project, really, really fundamentally important information as you see these 5,000 interviews, you see how these kids grow. I just thought it was something that I would mention here. Now, Tosh is an artist, philanthropist, and entrepreneur. Uh, her unique vision at the intersection of these disciplines inspired her to create the Butterfly Effect in 2013. It's an interactive philanthropic movement whose message echoes Gandhi's belief that we must each be the change we want to see in the world. Um, and you can go to her website at butterflyeffectthechange.com. And we're going to get into the butterfly effect, these, how they make these uh, pieces of art, how they are all over the United States and the world for that matter, but they're in New York, they're in Chicago, they're in Boston, they're in Phoenix, Nashville, uh, Minnesota, they're everywhere. Um, and we're going to talk about her butterfly drops as well and the benefits of all this because it goes to charity. American Cancer Society has participated. And as I said, her husband, Eric, is involved with this as well. And this is just a wonderful message. If you want to know more, again, go to butterflyeffectbethechange.com. Uh, that might be some confusing for some. So there'll be a link in 
our podcast. Now, Tasha, what was it about Gandhi's message, we must be the change that we want to see in the world, that influenced you so much that you wanted to start, and I think it's a nonprofit, maybe it's not a nonprofit, but to benefit all these charities, the work that you're doing. Because yeah. most of the money is flowing through and it's going back out to the charities, right? Yes, correct. It is a nonprofit. Um, I think that when I was a little girl, my dad called me Butterfly. It was just his pet name for me. And when I read the book, The Butterfly Effect by Andy Andrews, you've probably had him on. I believe he's an incredible speaker and author. It was about how every effect, everything that we do affects everything else. So in, in essence, it's the ripple effect. So Edward Lorenz talked about the butterfly effect being when a butterfly flaps its wings on one side of the universe, it moves a molecule of air that moves a molecule of air that moves a molecule of air that could cause a hurricane on the other side of the world. And I thought, how do I take small, tiny actions and help people amplify that into a hurricane potentially on the other side of the world. Mm -hmm. Now, the butterfly that flaps its wings doesn't necessarily know that it's causing a hurricane. It's just doing its thing. So the concept of be the change you want to see in the world is I have the responsibility to be the change that I want to see. I ask each of my participants two main questions. Um, what lights you up? Essentially, what makes you so happy that you have to do it? And what breaks your heart? So essentially, what is so messed up in the world that you need to fix it? And when you know those two things, you know what your butterfly effect actually is. So I, when I go and I speak about the butterfly effect, one of the things that I do is we sit around the table and we ask those two questions. And I, if you haven't done it with your family or your friends, I recommend it. It's a great table topic. You learn so much about a person and they often learn about themselves if they haven't asked themselves those two questions. Inside the intersection of something that you love to do and something that breaks you, your heart is where you're to serve the world. So being the change that you want to see in the world, specifically you following your heart to what it is that you're supposed to do, your only job is to do that next right thing is to do what you're being called to do. And then the butterfly effect, the ripple effect will carry it out wherever it's supposed to go. So you may not know the end result. You may not see the hurricane on the other side, but you have to start with one, your one idea. What change do you want to be in the world? What do you well, want you're, to you're helping, you do? you're helping people find their passion, you know, in other words, if they didn't have one, whether they're young or they're old or whenever it was in life, it's never too late to find what your passion is and to really get excited about it. And I know people ask me and I say, I exist to serve, to inspire passion. So for mm -hmm. me, it depends on how you look at it. Spiritually, passion for me is helping people go from the unknowing to the known or mm -hmm getting them to understand more about themselves. So all these podcasts that I do are with personal growth people or people that are trying to change people's lives to do exactly what you do. Now, the installations are interactive art displays. Um, yes. Just how, other than the people going, I presume, to your website, do people mm -hmm. get involved and support your cause? Or if they have a cause themselves, mm -hmm. do the butterfly effect to do that? I know... Just to digress for a second, um, my son, eldest son, still has leukemia, chronic myelogenous leukemia. He's had it for 18 years. 
I became a mentor and writer for Leukemia Society. I went to many of the walks that American Cancer Society put on the Relay for Life. I went to the Light the Night, uh, da da da, and I raised about almost a hundred thousand dollars for Leukemia Society. Wow! So that was through bike rides and events that I did. But the point is, you want to get people identifying their passion, then you want them to do this project, and then you want them to raise money, and then you want that money to be given away to the charity. Is that is that how this works? Uh, sort of. So the way that it works is if, if you have um, a charity that you're passionate about and you also want to have some art surrounding it. So the idea here is that this is interactive. Um, street art is amazing and murals are super cool. But if you can inter- get people to interact with it and then post it on social media, it amplifies your message. So my goal is to take somebody else's passion and help them amplify the message. So So the way that it would work if you wanted to have a butterfly effect butterfly, we call them um, social butterflies, is that you would apply and then we have a team that sits and checks the applications and there's a couple of different ways to do it. But mainly, once you're accepted, you have a community that's going to put this butterfly up. So each butterfly is very specific to the community that it's in. There's an artist that's creating. It's a stencil, kind of like the Nike swoosh. So you always know it's a butterfly effect butterfly. But inside of that stencil and using the font and having our logo so that people understand what it is, you can do anything you want with the butterfly to make it your butterfly. For instance, in Santa Barbara, um, the artists there, instead of regular wings, they're made out of palm fronds. And there's the little Spanish bricks that go around the butterfly wings. It's one of our most popular butterflies. And it just, it looks like a Santa Barbara butterfly. The artist made it specific for their community. Now, some people have a butterfly that is very specific to one charity. So they like, I just had a couple put up that were for two girls that had been killed in car accidents. And so their moms created these butterflies and it's a memorial to them but it's also helping raise money for a great cause. So there's a sponsor that was probably going to donate money anyway, but would love to be part of the butterfly effect in this amplifying out to charity. So let's say that there's a ACS wants to do a butterfly. Wells Fargo is the sponsor. The community puts the butterfly up. And then people go stand in the butterfly, they take a picture, and they start pushing it out on social media. They're hashtagging American Cancer Society, Wells Fargo. And for every picture taken inside the butterfly, money gets donated back to that charity. Even if it's not about the money being donated, it's about the message being amplified out. So with every time somebody stands in the body of these butterflies for these two girls that were killed in car accidents... It, the message is about not texting and driving. The message is about safe driving. And it's also honoring those two girls and what happened to them. So people go as kind of a memorial. They want to remember Kelsey. So they stand in her butterfly. They post it out on social media. And there's another one for suicide prevention. Um, so it's just every butterfly has a different focus for a different charity. Some butterflies are... Like there's one in um, Shreveport, Louisiana, where the community put it up and then anyone that stood in the body, body of the butterfly could donate money to the charity of their choice. So I had probably, 
I don't know, 50 donations. It was a month long period that we did it and 50 different places got donations inside of this community. So like the police force went and they all stood in it and the money went to their charity. The Girl Scouts went and the money went to their charity. But the community painted that butterfly. It's their butterfly there for them to use however they like. In the beginning, we were funding all of the the donations, but this blew up so much bigger than I thought it would. And they're all over the world. So we started getting corporate sponsors to, to help with the donations. Cause I just, so you, you say, you say in uh, your website that these are installations. Installation means permanency. Um, Do, do these stay there permanent where people can come up, take pictures uh, people learn about it, spread the word, and say, "Go out to see the butterfly, stand in it, and send it through social media." Um, those those are permanent ones, and then you have these butterfly drops. Are those the impermanent ones? Yeah, and street art is not permanent. I mean, just by essence of putting something up, the whole culture of street art is that you know that it's art for the people and it could get covered over the next day by something else. So you're never sure that it's going to be there, but they're they're meant to be permanent. So that I just wanted to say that um, a butterfly drop is a different concept. And that's where the butterfly effect started was with butterfly drops. I was sitting um, around, I've got three boys and their friends are over all the time. And we were sitting around talking about the concept of tithe and they'd never heard of tithe before. And I thought, how am I going to explain to a bunch of teenagers, like what tithe is in a way that they would understand. So I said, Hey, okay. If I had 10 cookies and I gave 10 cookies to one of you, would you share a cookie with somebody else? Like, do you need all 10? Like, you get nine, but would you share one? They're like, yeah, I would share a cookie. I said, okay, what about $10? Like, would you share a dollar if I gave you $10? And they're like, well, yeah, but a dollar is not going to do anything. I said, okay, hypothetically, and there's 10 of them. I'm going to give you each $100. Where would you give it away? You can't keep it, but you have to give it away. Hypothetically, 100 bucks. And that's where we came up with what lights you up, what breaks your heart. They each came up with these cool ideas. And it was a good hour-long conversation. And I learned so much about these kids. And over the next week, I couldn't stop thinking about wanting to give them that $100. I'm like, I Well, I could see why you, you and Rick Stevenson got together. Yeah. Because obviously, there's a, a true passion for young people, right? Oh, and and I've noticed at your website, just the numbers of young people that are mm-hmm. doing these butterflies. And when I say young people, I'm saying people that are Gen Zers or even right. earlier, right? And so that's that's why the social media is so big for this, right? That's why it is. And I think my passion, I mean, my number one job is a wife and a mom. And if I'm not raising my boys, well, I think Jackie Onassis said it, if you don't raise your kids well, like nothing else really matters. Like don't bungle that. So my passions have always followed my kids along the ages that they are. And so for me, it was, as I'm sitting in this room of kids, like this is my work. And I'm thinking, how do I, how do I teach them how to give? Because they've never been taught to give. They don't understand this 10% concept. Like if you get a hundred bucks from your grandma for your birthday, give 10 bucks of it to some ten dollars to someone who needs it more than you do. You get ninety dollars. It's ten dollars. You will feel so good. But it was inspiring that in them. So I thought, okay, I know that geocaching is this really big deal right now. I'm gonna just try it. So I I made a Facebook page for Butterfly Effect. I went and got this wooden butterfly 
And again, this came from my dad calling me butterfly. And I don't know, I I was just following ideas. And so I painted this butterfly and I went and I hid it out in our canyons. We have a live on mission trails park and I hid it in the canyons and I geocached it for charity. Mm-hmm. And so I posted all these clues and I just thought, I don't know if this is going to work. Like what, I'm just going to try it. Cause I thought if I'm going to give you a hundred dollars to give away, I want you to get involved and work for it. I'm just not going to give it to you. So I posted it and a ton of kids saw it and they, all these teams of people went out to try and find the butterfly. And in like 20 minutes it was found. And, um, it was super cool because I got to donate money to the United Veterans because the woman who founded her dad was a veteran. It was just a neat story. And I thought, okay, I'm giving, I'm tithing anyway. I'd rather use my tithe to inspire other people than to where I want to give it. So I started doing a butterfly drop every week. And then the Union Tribune caught on to the story. And then it just kind of took off. And other people wanted to do the butterfly drop. So it's basically a painted wooden butterfly that you geocache for charity and you hide it somewhere. And the person that finds it gets to give money to the charity of their choice. So I was in um, uh, Iowa for an event that I was doing that Eric was doing. And he was actually going to bring me up on stage to talk about butterfly effect. It was a women's event of like 2000 people and something happened with the timing and, you know, with speakers, like it, he had to finish early. So he couldn't bring me on stage, but I had brought these butterflies to drop. And I just thought, I'm not going to drop. Like no one even knows what it is. I'm just going to, they're going to end up in the trash, but something in me said, just drop a butterfly. And we were on our way to the airport going to our next gig. So I pull it out of my purse and I throw it up on this statue and I post it on Twitter thinking this is like so pointless. So we get to the next city. I'd completely forgotten about it. And we got to the next city and I was like, Oh, and I just checked Twitter. And this woman had tweeted, she's like, oh my goodness, you have no idea how important this was to me. I just won an award at this event today. And I was really missing my mom. And she said, I want you to know something. My mom passed away three months ago from cancer. And when she was in the hospital in the last days, I said, mom, I'm going to miss you so much. How am I going to know that you're with me? And her mom said, Nicole, I'm always going to be with you in your heart. And Nicole said, I I know mom, but like, how am I going to know? And her mom said, just look for purple butterflies. And that was the first purple butterfly that she'd found that day. Oh, that's a great story. And I was so, I'm like, this has gotten so much bigger than me. And because of that, American Cancer Society heard me tell that story. And they said, would you do a butterfly at all 5,000 of our relays for life? And then it turned into an installation at the Mall of America with people telling their cancer stories on the back. It was just, again, like it's- You don't ever, I think the the lesson that you learned was, oh, I'm just going to drop this. But, you know, the universe has so many things in store for us. You know, you, I'll just tell a quick little story about a butterfly, right? I went to a spiritual retreat and- Butterflies are mystical to me. Also hummingbirds. So on my business card are hummingbirds. But mm-hmm. on on the, in this occasion, which was many years ago, my son had just been diagnosed and I was trying to find a way to give back. And I was doing a lot of meditating at this spiritual retreat. And I walked out into the woods and I never had this happen. I actually was able, there were so many butterflies, I was touching their wings. They allowed me to come up close to them and actually touch Aww. their wings and actually like pet them. And I was like, 
I'm in an altered state of consciousness here. This is just my belief. And I went back to the cabin. We were in a cabin. And I okay. wrote and wrote and wrote and wrote. It was almost like automatic writing, you know, when you get it. About yeah. the charity I was going to start. I started a charity called Compassionate Communications. And I went to Hallmark Cards. And I said, what I want to do is I want to profile all these cancer patients that are dying from life-threatening illnesses and put them on the web. And we're going to send out packets of cards for $25 with the donation. And people of like you who didn't know the patient other than going to my website would write a note of inspiration and encouragement and put it in the mail. And it would come to you pre-addressed, pre-stamped in a little box with a note from Compassionate Communications. Thanks for your order and, and send these cards off to the kids or adults that were dealing with this. That was birthed as the result of that walk in the woods with a butterfly. Yeah. And it raised hundreds of thousands of dollars for uh, Susan Komen and all the various cancer, Leukemia Society, and so on and so forth. Um, but it, again, there is a special uh, thing in, in butterflies. Now, you're an avid reader, and you mentioned that it inspires you when you read. It inspires your creativity. What are some of the books that you've read that helped shape you and the work that you're now doing to kind of help the world? Because you mentioned it to me on the phone the other day. And I was like, ah, she's an avid reader. I bet you in these 1,500 or so books that I have around here from authors, I could certainly ship you quite a few that you would love reading. <laughs> <laughs> I bet, I bet, I bet you would. Um, I would say, I mean, I read fiction and non I'm, I'm avid, avid. I, I read hundreds of books every year. I mean, I just, I love to read. Um, and I'm listening to books and reading books, but particularly for butterfly effect, I would say the one that really changed the way that I saw money, it's called the soul of money by yeah. Lynn twist. Oh yeah. Lynn, um, I know Lynn. Yeah. She's yeah. On the show. She's an <laughs> incredible friend and teacher for me. Um, that, that book, Eric and I found that book about 20 years ago and it shifted the entire way that we see money. And so I think when I've been taught to tithe as a little girl, like that part I had, but when you start looking at money as a tool to be able to help the world, um, rather than something that you, you try and save and keep and, and, you know, hoard for yourself. I think it just shifted the entire way that Eric and I saw our business. And so for the wall group, we don't sell any of his paintings. We only use them to raise money for charity. Um, for butterfly effect, as we began to start our foundation that was coming out of the wall group, it was about the, the give back and this concept of how do you, how do you use the gifts that you have? So your time, your talents, as well as your money and give back towards the world again. And I think Lynn just always talks about operating out of a sense of abundance, no matter how much you have, it doesn't matter. Like it's abundant when you know that what you have is enough and that you will be cared for. And so I think that book has probably been the most inspiring book from the standpoint of the butterfly effect and what we've done there. As That's far great, as great advice for our listeners. Yeah. 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 So, so if you were, um, to leave our listeners with anything regarding the butterfly effect, the project, um, how would you want them to get involved and help support the butterfly effect and your cause? 
I mean, I don't feel like it's my cause. I feel like what I would say is what is your cause and how can we help amplify that? If you're interested in getting involved in the butterfly effect, I'd love to hear from you. So you can go to the website and contact me. You can contact me on social media, on Instagram or Facebook. Um, I'm really interested. I'm similar to you, Greg. My passion is, is helping other people find out what their passion is and then igniting in them the ability to figure out how to make it go. I'm, I'm a dreamer and I'm really good at making things happen. So I see myself more as a producer, I think, than anything else. Um, whether it's in the business with Eric, in our family, if you can give me like a small, tiny nugget of something that you love to do, I can help build that out. So I think if you're interested in in being part of our community or part of our tribe, contact me, visit the website, and then we'll work together to figure out how Butterfly Effect can amplify out this thing that your passion is, you know, what what you want for your community. Well, it's a great opportunity. Now they can contact you. Um, obviously your cell number is at the website. So it's 858-715-1997. That's actually, actually, that's the business. Um, okay. that's the wall group one. So on the website, it's contact at butterflyeffect.com. Right. Um, or you can just find me on Instagram or Facebook and I answer those messages as well. Yeah. It's contact butterfly effect be the change.com. Is that correct? Yeah. Okay. So that's where they would go. We'll put a link up to that. We'll put okay. a link to Instagram. We'll put a link to this website, which I've said a few times, but I'll repeat it again. It's called ButterflyEffectBeTheChange.com. And we've been on with Tasha Wall. For all of you who have this passion burning inside of you Mm -hmm. and would like to benefit a cause, this might be a great way for you just to get started, right? Which would be like, okay, I'm going to do one of these installations or I'm going to do a butterfly drop or I'm mm-hmm. I'm going to do anything but I'm going to make a donation. Um, yeah. I think that's a great way. Also, you can donate to the cause directly just by hitting their partner and donate button, which is at the website. There's also a great blog there. There's a lot of videos. Um, these are videos of the people that are doing the installations. So it actually, you know, you get an opportunity to see how these installations are being done. So it's been a pleasure. Anything you want to leave with our listeners? No, I'm just so grateful for the opportunity to talk with you. And I think you've, you've got an incredible uh, repertoire with the people that you're speaking with and a great podcast. So thanks for having me on and just keep on being the change yourself. You're doing a great job. Well, thank you and blessings to you. And we will stay in touch. I am certain. Uh, thanks for being on the show with us today and spending a little bit of time 